Texas floods and India wilts. This is the world. I'm Aaron Schachter, in for Marco Werman. Extreme flooding and tornadoes hit Mexico and the southern U.S., and in India, temperatures soar well above 100 degrees. You sweat a lot. You tie your hair instead of leaving it open. You try to eat a lot of fruit, uh, so you just alter your life. And talk about life-altering, oil-rich Nigeria is almost out of gas, and people there are getting desperate. So you have people traveling sometimes three hours outside Abuja to buy fuel to use within Abuja, so it's just crazy. Plus, whatever happened to Muammar Gaddafi's billions? One man thinks he's tracked some of it down, and this reporter met him. International man of mystery would definitely be an apt <laughs> description for this guy. Those stories coming up here on The World. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA-CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Aaron Schachter, in for Marco Werman, and this is The World. Severe weather is making headlines on opposite ends of the globe today. Storms in Texas and northern Mexico have caused 19 deaths, mostly from a tornado that hit the Mexican border city of Acuna yesterday. Those storms also caused massive flooding in Houston and other communities. Meanwhile, in India, it's the opposite, a scorching heat wave and drought. So two different extremes, perhaps linked by a common factor, as we'll hear in just a few minutes. We know that both of those extremes have been linked to climate change. But we're going to hear first from India, where authorities say some 800 people have died from the heat so far. I spoke earlier with my BBC colleague Divya Arya in New Delhi to find out more. I'll just tell you where I am. So I'm out on the streets and it's almost dinner time in, in India. And how hot is it right now? Right at the peak uh, in the afternoon, in Delhi, it was 45 degrees, and now it is around 40. So it's not a dramatic difference. Also, the sun has gone down. I guess it's pretty bad even now, because the characteristic of the Indian summer is hot and dry winds. They, it's called loo here locally, L-double-O. It's quite a funny term, but that's what this wind is called. It's hot and it's dry, so very uncomfortable um, all the time, really. So 45 degrees Celsius is 113 degrees Fahrenheit. It's just hard to fathom how you live like that. Let me paint a picture for you. You sweat a lot for beginners. (laughs) You tie your hair instead of leaving it open. You try to eat a lot of fruits. Uh, We get a lot of fruits in in India during summertime, like watermelons, things which are really rich in water and juicy. So you just alter your life. I mean, Indian summer is not an aberration. It's actually a norm. It's just how bad it gets. And we've we've seen a change in the pattern. We see more extreme winter and more extreme summer now for the past, I think, five years. So we face really low temperatures for a really short period of time and really high temperatures for a short period of time. It is something which I believe is is a pattern across the world. And people are just having to uh, do with it. The harder aspect, I feel, is, is really outside the cities where power cuts or lack of access to power really makes a lot of difference to the way people uh, live their lives. And the deaths that have been reported in India have actually been from rural areas, areas where there isn't that much access to drinking water. 
or uh, electricity at home to keep yourself cool, fans, um, air conditioning is actually something a lot of people won't even have heard of in rural areas. And old people uh, and the infirm are obviously the ones who are forming the large part of these of the death toll that is being reported in India. One of the most important things, as you suggest, is to be drinking water when it's this hot. Where do people get water from? Is it mostly bottled? Are there public drinking fountains? Uh, there are public drinking fountains, though not many people trust them for giving hygienic uh, or good quality drinking water. People in the middle class, everyone who can afford to buy bottled water, which is very easily available in big cities, prefers to buy bottled water. There are also vendors who sell water at a very, very nominal amount uh, for a rupee, which is my God, it's very hard to translate that in terms of dollars. Just one rupee for one glass of water. So a lot of uh, that by itself is a business. But during peak summer, there's always water shortage. And a lot of people have to resort to getting water tankers, which are privately owned and not supplied by the government to replenish their needs for water at home. This is a serious problem.